You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the offseason, the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant shot. Now, part of rattling off wins, they're going to need quality play from the quarterback. So let's pivot here to Daniel Jones's return. Now, a couple angles of this. Number one, I it's just so unfortunate for Terod Taylor to have the injury he had, stay in the hospital overnight, and the Giants play that game with Tommy DeVito. I'm not going to rant and rave because I'm, unlike most Giant fans, I had no problem with the game plan they had with Tommy DeVito in a driving rainstorm versus the Jet defense once they took the lead at 10-7. Saquon was cooking. I did not want any part of him turning the ball over the Jets. We had mentioned that it only won games when they got in turnovers. I wanted no part of that. That being said, we saw none of pushing the ball down the field like we saw with Terod Taylor, and the Giants are going to need that from Daniel Jones. I hope more than anything else besides the physical rest that Daniel Jones has gotten a mental rest from getting rattled, getting the hips. And I think because of the Seattle game specifically in week four where Daniel Jones was turning the ball over left and right, I think that was the game that a lot of people really, really soured on him and pivoted from offensive line blame to Daniel Jones blame. I think we forget in the game that he got hurt versus Miami Daniel Jones playing pretty freaking good. The defense couldn't get any stops. Gano had missed the kick in that game. Darren Waller had a couple big balls he couldn't haul in, including that touchdown. And it felt like Daniel Jones, just six days after the Seattle game, had shaken off a little bit and played better. Now he has a chance to mentally rest on top of the physical rest, take a deep breath. The hits that he's taken aren't fresh. And the Giants now have a little bit of a blueprint of things they want to do with pushing the ball down the field. Uh, Now they want to have Darren Waller, which is going to hurt them clearly, uh, but that doesn't mean they can't get the ball to Jalen Hyatt, to Wandell Robinson, to Darius Slayton down the field, especially with Saquon Barkley back now running the ball. So this is kind of an incredible um, theater kind of deal that's going to unfold for the Giants in the second half of the season. Daniel Jones can go back to being the quarterback he was last year and then some back to his rookie year, also pushing the ball down the field, or he can have completely lost it, stay rattled, turning the ball over and be a shell of himself. And with that, I think you're going to kind of determine maybe not the future of the Giants this year, whether they win a lot of games, but the future of the Giants going forward at the quarterback position. If he is simply not good, if he's simply not good. His his own future. 
right top 10 in the draft and as i mentioned they pick up that second round pick you know maybe try to first they could move up the board if they have to uh or if he's really good and suddenly the giants are an eight nine win team and you look back at the first time go man that's a lot of hard luck andrew thomas getting hurt saquon getting hurt offensive line we left in disarray like you could point to a lot of reasons as to why the giants struggled earlier in the year and really only hang the seattle game on daniel jones and justify him coming back so i think the second half of the season on top of the development of certain guys we want to see develop is all about what Daniel Jones is for this team going forward, Bryce. Yeah. And I guess that that would be like the ultimate positive behind this entire season. The fact that, yeah, the injuries happened, but when push came to, when push came to shove, the giants came back and they, they, you know, again, like, as you said, rattled together a few wins. And I think that this is the week to, to test that out. I think that, if the Giants come out against uh, a Raiders team in complete disarray, having just canned their entire coaching staff, can the GM in, in in a spot at at three and five where they should probably be two and six, one and seven, they're not as good as their their, uh, their record says. And if he can't come into this game and put together one of his best performances, I understand like he's coming off a neck injury. They're not going to have him throw the ball 50 times, but as long as he could look solid, not turn the ball over, not look like he's seeing ghosts like Sam Donald, this game could pave the way for the rest of the year for, for Daniel Jones, especially against a team in the Raiders that are the ninth best passing defense in the league. So Daniel Jones is not going to have that many opportunities to throw the ball downfield. Uh, Marcus Peters got hurt in that last game. I don't know if he's going to play in this game. He may be out. Yeah. Uh, but again, this is a great opportunity for Daniel Jones. And we've, we've talked about this like 10 times at this point, Giants fans, like how many, how many more chances is he going to get? And this could be one of the last ones, because as you said, the Giants could have a top 10 pick and they probably will have a top 10 pick. And with that second round pick, they can easily move up in this, in this upcoming draft. So this could be, this could show what we know about Daniel Jones, because the amount of chances that he's gotten, the amount of excuses, the amount of BS that's happened, when are we just going to sit back and be like, all right, this is who he is. This is a good test. This is a good test. And I don't know what the status is of of, of Andrew Thomas. And, and uh, yeah, at the time of taping this, we should know more by the end of Friday. I'm thinking it's going to come up yeah. until game time. But I, mean, not, I, don't, I don't think deal. he's going to play. I don't think he's going to play. Man, I think they're they're going to wait until he's 100%. It's just insane. I know I'm reading some of the Art Stapleton thing, but like it's November 30. He got hurt on opening night with a strained hamstring. Day to day. I've seen day to day. Some, you know, broken bones now come back sooner. I, I mean, that is just crazy. Now, you bring up this week specifically with the Raiders, and I know that we're doing a preview pod for that, but you know, top 10 pick and all, and I understand all the way the, the Giants have played, but the soft schedule we do have to talk about here as it pertains to the future of Daniel Jones. As it stands right now, and I'll run through all the opponents in a second, the Giants realistically, realistically, only have three games left on the schedule that they quote-unquote should lose. That being Dallas next week and Philly two of the final three weeks. And again, (coughs) who the heck knows by the time you get there, especially the last week, what is Philly playing for, and yada, yada, yada. Um, Just a quick peek ahead. Raiders, Dallas. Washington, who just sold off. New England, who stinks. Uh, A bye week. Green Bay at home on a Monday night, who stinks. The Saints, who can't score. Then you get into Philly. Then you get into the Rams. What do the Rams look like in week 17, by the way? Um, They're a team that started their downward descent. And then the Eagles again. So, 
you know, this is very old school win, loss, win, loss. If you beat the Raiders and look competent again with Daniel Jones, the team now goes to three and six. And here's a fun fact for you. Prior to last year, five straight years in the NFL, a team at three and six made the playoffs. Now, last year could have been six in a row. I know it's false hope, but I'm just explaining to you like the the pathway here. The Detroit Lions would have made it six straight, and they fumbled it away in week 17 versus Carroll. Everybody wants to talk about what happened with Seattle in in the last week of the year. The week before, they no-showed versus Carolina. I don't expect, I want to make this very clear. I don't expect the Giants to rattle off enough to make the playoffs because it feels like this is the kind of year you look back, the Buffalo game, the Jet game, and go, oh my God, they were one game away. I think the pathways there at the Giants are going to tease us in the second half. I really do because I think also we're forgetting the defense is humming now, humming. And because of that, you just saw Washington sell off. I brought up New England. Uh, You're seeing the Raiders now fire teams. You know, there's a lot of these teams that are going to need quarterbacks in the upcoming draft and not that many quarterbacks to go around when when musical chairs play. So the, Daniel Jones really can play the Giants out of drafting a quarterback because they're also not, Bryce, going to – like Joe Shane and Brian Dable are not going to hitch their wagon in their future to taking the fifth-best quarterback if they don't believe in him in the draft just for the sake of taking a quarterback. You know, they have some flexibility for a year or two. The moment you draft a quarterback and that clock starts, unless you're Joe Douglas with the Jets – you're fired if that quarterback doesn't work out. It happens yeah. to everybody. So, look, do I think the Giants beat the Raiders Sunday? We'll get to the picks in a little bit. I do. Do I think we're going to maybe find ourselves a week from right now in the pod talking ourselves into, I don't know, you know, maybe can they finally do it versus Dallas? Sure. Yeah, Will they probably not. Happen. Probably not. But then Washington and New England, and then after that, Green Bay. I like I don't care if the Giants are two and six. I really think they're winning all three of those games based on their defense alone. And I haven't even seen what the offense looks like. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, there the path is there for what five and seven going into those final four games, and you're alive at five and seven in an NFC where maybe it only takes eight wins. The problem is the Eagles will be lurking, and that's why I think it's going to be too little, too late at the end of the year. So, Bryce, the soft schedule I think will also dictate a lot of whether this team ends up taking a quarterback or not. So, unless they totally lose these games to bad teams starting this week. I kind of think Daniel Jones can position himself in a spot where there's just going to be too many other teams ahead of that Giants that need quarterbacks that he's going to buy himself another year. Yeah, we talked about this last week. That it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility if the Giants come back and, and, and rattle together a few wins, and they should have won last week. I mean, let's just put that right out there. They probably should have beaten Buffalo. So now that's a completely different story, but they're still a competent team. Like Their, their defense finally has come together. Their defense... You know, Kayvon's starting to look like that, every bit of that that fifth overall draft selection. So now what, what the situation is, and a, a, as you mentioned, this Giants team has the ability to come together on both sides of the ball and actually put together some wins. And it is up to Daniel Jones at the end of the day. And he's the one who's going to be able to play himself either into next year or play him into the Giants taking a quarterback. Because as you said, the Giants will fall out of that top five draft position 
and they're not going to try to take a quarterback in the top, let's say like the, the bottom three of the top 10 or, you know, 11, 12, 13, they'll probably trade down or do, or do something like that. So these games are all winnable that they're about to play besides the three that you mentioned. Like they're not beating, they could beat, they could beat the Eagles in, in week 18 because they're, the Eagles are probably going to bench all their starters. So you could look at that as a win. So just two games, realistically. Two games, the one against the Cowboys and the one against the Eagles. Well, so, hold on now. Hold on. That last week versus the Eagles, you don't know, man. It could be, Dallas, it could, it could be important they if they don't have the home division. field. Or home field, right. especially since the Niners. Yeah, have I think probably home field. field. Yeah. Well, yes. Okay, so so we'll see this week, especially uh, with that big division game. But uh, listen, this Giants team, they've been so close. They've, they've come so close in so many games. And do I think that they're going to – win these next few games, I think there's a good chance that they do. Because what's the excuse at this point? Oh, we traded away Leonard Williams. Our defensive line isn't as good. It doesn't matter. Because look at what the defensive line has done in the past few games. Like, you still have Dexter Lawrence. You still have Kayvon. This defense, the secondaries look a lot, a lot better. Uh, I don't know. I, I just I just think that this – there shouldn't be any excuses going forward. Yeah. And there shouldn't be – there's like, like, win these games. Let's right. stop talking about whether or not they can. Win the games. And, and you know how it goes in the NFL, Bryce, and we've seen the Giants get hot in the second halves. So for all, like, how down we've been on Daniel Jones or the offensive line, I mean, if the Giants turn around and finish this year 8-9, and nine, like an unbelievable great second half, but they're 8-9, and nine, and you look back at early in the year and you look back to the Andrew Thomas injury and Saquon getting hurt and Daniel Jones getting beat up and Jones hums along and he does throw, you know, 18 touchdown passes this year. You know, I think that we will all collectively find ourselves going – Man, this team faced a lot of hard luck. They weren't quite ready on the offensive line depth-wise. We'll be excited about having that extra second-round pick. And I think the Giants then put themselves in a spot where now they're like, they're trendy, they're going to be really good next year. Like, we will talk ourselves into the Giants next year Oh yeah, if they get hot and they fall short. Like, I just, not to break out the crystal ball and do all that. But, again, if Jones stinks this week and they lose to the Raiders, it goes completely the other way. So, I really think that this is, in many ways... An interesting game for a two and six team as far as what the direction of the second half will be, even after a trade-off. Uh, and oh by the way, we have time to get to it. If they were ever to beat Dallas next week, geez, I mean break out the parade and the pom-poms if they were four and six, because we all would be like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it won't happen. Not happen. But uh, I mean, Bryce, we have to sell a little bit of positivity here, you know, for this a giant podcast. 